0: Hey cousins, welcome to Brown Liquor and Bad Ideas. Welcome cousins to this episode of Brown Liquor and Bad Ideas. I'm your host, Cornel Wright, the People's Lobbyist. And today I want to ask you to join me because I want to talk a little bit about personal experiences. Hold on to afterwards, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Brown Liquor & Bad Ideas is intended for the participation of responsible adults of legal drinking age who wish to engage in substantive virtual discussions and social drinking for entertainment purposes only. Brown Liquor & Bad Ideas does not advocate the abuse of alcoholic beverages. Choosing to participate in any of the drinking activities shared in the program should be made with moderation and caution and is the sole responsibility of the user. So, cousins, today I want to talk about something a little bit different. And uh, perhaps it's something you can relate to, understand, and you know, hopefully engage in. It turns out a dear friend of mine by the name of Tom, I recently had hip replacement surgery. And so I shared these perspectives or ideas that I've observed from myself having had surgeries as well as a number of people around me, my mom and other folks in regards to some of the things I observed from them and reserved for myself going through the recovery process after having a surgical procedure. Now, first and foremost, cousins, we like to hope that no one ever has to have a surgical procedure, right? But odds are that's not gonna be the case because of accident, because of slip and fall, because of any number of things. In fact, i could tell you a funny story is that a number of years ago, a friend of mine, I have a um, a house, I have two stories on it. And um, I was telling a friend of mine who's an orthopedic surgeon that I was painting my house. And he said, Cornell, you were painting your house. I said, yeah. He said, you got on a ladder. I said, yes. He said, don't do that. I said, why not? He said, because if you fell, I would call my architect and have him put a new wing on my house, (laughs) okay? (laughs) Because I'd be carving on your big behind for a long time. So to my friend, I took that advice. That was the last time I painted my house. I now have vinyl siding on it, okay? I'm just saying, cousins. But cousins, sometimes uh, having a surgery or those type of things are unavoidable. Our age, Something happened, you may have a bad gene combination, you may have had disease, or orthopedic thing just wearing out uh, for some reason, knees, hips, athletics, athletics in the past. Pick a reason, right? So what I have found, and this has been my experience and observations, there's been a lot of stories written, books written, whatever, regarding a trilogy of sorts. I'm just going to give you my trilogy and my perspective on this, see if it works for you, see if it uh, connects with you after waking up from a surgical procedure, and notice, you'll think about all the anxiety you may have, you know, hopes, fears, aspirations going in, as soon as they start the procedure and you get that drip, uh, you remember that count back from 100, and you don't get to 85, (laughs) okay, cousins, and all of a sudden, time just goes away. So, when you wake up, And you're then starting to grasp, at least I was starting to grasp, you know, where I am and what what was going on, and you're starting to readjust to it. You then start to have some feelings. So my contention is that once you start to come through, there's a level or a series of processes that I went through. Let Let me describe them to you. The first was a spiritual process. Now, I'm calling it spiritual because of my Christian-Judeo background and approach and orientation. If you're an Eastern martial artist, you might call it your chi. If, it's, uh, if you're involved with, with kind of like the, uh, the, the, the various, uh, you, know, um, you know, central orientations, it might be the various nodes of orientation and centralists. But the point is, it's all about, let's call it spirit for lack of better discussion. And so to me, that spiritual piece is where you start to become realigned with who you are. You are being here, your perspective, your orientation, that you, know, you are alive, that spiritual component, okay? And you now are then starting, so you're starting to deal with that and come to that recognition that you are alive. And in, through that recognition, you recognize that you are alive and you are then now going to go on to the next day. I have a friend of mine who's an anesthesiologist, and he said the reason why, when you think about it, you have a surgery and they come in and they want you to get up and walk is because, because of the drugs that they've given you and because of how low they have gotten your body uh, in regards to physically, in regards to getting close to death, shall we say, in order to go through the procedure, one without moving, two without nervous movements, two maintaining, all that kind of good stuff. You follow me, Cousins? that they want to get you moving so that your entire body knows that you're still alive. Think about that. That's why they get you up to walk. My buddy had a hip replacement. He was up walking this next day with a walker, with support, tentatively, but he was putting weight on the, on the hip and the rest of the body down his legs and arms. Everybody knew that he was alive again. So that's that spiritual connection, if you will, cousins. Okay? The next phase I would offer and suggest is that of mental. Mental. The mental for me was coming to grips and understanding of just what happened. What what did the surgeon teams do? What were they working on? Were they successful based upon the information that the doctors and the nurses prescribed for me? Did, Did they accomplish their objective? Is my body coming back together? Is everything that either lost is lost and it's okay? Or everything that was adjusted is okay? Or everything that's new is okay? You know, what's the physical aspect, the mental piece of what's going on? That mental piece is important, cousins, because that now helps you, at least for me, saying that I can do this. I understand what's happened. I understand what my past situation was. I understand why I'm asked, why I went through this surgery or this procedure or whatever. And now I'm mentally prepared to start to what? Connect with my spirit, I would offer, and then to prepare myself for the physical aspects of my body continuing to heal. You with me, cousins? So after you got through the spiritual piece, you've gotten aligned. You're mentally prepared for understanding, okay, this is where I am, both pro and con, now let me start working with the physical aspects. Almost all surgeries now require some period of uh, rehab, right? In order to, one, let your body become reaccustomed to whatever is new. You have to then eat correctly. You have to take some pain medications in order to do the rehab, because if you don't do the rehab, that starts to minimize how much you can do. Once you go to therapy, and that minimization can start to have impact as to how far you can get back to your former self. Remember, a couple of year, last year, cousins, I had carpal tunnel in my hands. Okay, well it turns out that I had more massaging, which helped to what dissipate and minimize the scar tissue formation, which minimized the impact of my, which impacted or minimized, if you will, how close I can get back to my former full self. The other piece is, cousins, let's be honest, that uh, once you start getting to be a little older and recovery is going to take longer and you're 100% back to whatever's new, is not going to be the 100% back when you were 18, <laughs> okay? I mean, let's have a drink on that one, cousins, because let's be honest, you want your 18-year-old self when you started and you're not going to be your 18-year-old self when you get back through this, all right? But the point is you can get back to whatever that new you was going to be, hopefully with less pain and with more mobility and a better quality of life than what got you to that point. Or in the case of an accident, it's what's necessary to help you continue on with whatever can be done based upon the trauma that your body went through. So because you start looking at that. So it's a combination of the spiritual, the mental and the physical. I would offer cousins that perhaps this is also a model that we could use as we start looking at what we're confronted with within our world. There's a lot of things that are happening. We're getting a lot of information coming at us real quickly. I would contend that your orientation, your essentialness, for lack of better phraseology, kind of helps you understand what's right and wrong. It kind of helps you understand what's good and bad. It kind of helps you understand what's fair and what's not fair. You can hear things and they'll kind of say, eh, you know, I'm not quite sure. Remember we talked a couple weeks ago about cognitive dissonance? Cognitive dissonance is when you have that voice that says this is where the line is and somebody over here is telling me this is the line and how am I processing where I know the line should be versus where I'm trying to help the line, you know, when I'm talking about cousins. Cognitive dissonance. It's that alignment between the spiritual, the mental and the physical I'm with, if you will. What I found is that people who have gone and had the best potential outcomes for whatever result of that surgeries, et cetera, have had a similar alignment. So when you see your friends and you're talking to them, when you're encouraging them, that's a spiritual connection. You can do this. When you're talking to them about, hey, this is what we're going to do when, we're, when you get finished. We're going to be able to do these things. This is what your new vision is. That's the mental and taking a walk with them or bringing them a glass of water or helping them with some physical therapy or picking them up or whatever, that's where you're helping them with the physical aspects. You follow me, cousins? So you can help your friends, but I would also suggest that maybe this might be a model for us to consider moving forward as to how we're then processing all these things because many of us have been wounded, cousins. And maybe the way in which handle wounding can be done on a spiritual, mental, and physical basis. The spiritual is you know what's right and wrong, the mental is how do we start to put together the right processes to address them, to fix and help cousins, and the physical is actually what are the implications of either legislation or laws or new behaviors on all of our parts in order to get there to help us when we're wounded. You with me, cousins? So, I wanna thank you, it's a little bit different model. I don't have any references because it's my personal experience, Hopefully you understand it as well. Let me know. Let me know if it makes makes sense to you. You can send me a a connection or a link and be happy to hear from you. And to that point, cousins, you know, keep wearing your mask because some of our cousins are still out here starting to die and get the new variant of COVID because we didn't have masks and they didn't get vaccinated. Simple as that. Over 95% of those people were getting this because they didn't get vaccinated. Please do that cousins, please. All right, I mean, what more do we need to hear or see? And by the way, cousins, if you're listening to anybody, including me, who is telling you something about COVID, the first thing you ought to ask him is, are you vaccinated? If you are not vaccinated, I'm not going to hear you talk about not being vaccinated. All right. Tell him. And so, by the way, that's the first question. If you're vaccinated, then I'll listen to you. If you are, fine. Let me understand what you did, why you did it. If you aren't, then let me understand why that is. But you can't be vaccinated and talk about not being vaccinated with me cousins that's that disconnect we talked about anyway spiritual mental and physical let's work on this together cousins you take care of yourself we'll see you next time the next episode of brown and bad ideas take care of yourselves